0: Hey there, are you sick and tired of feeling sick and tired? Join Adol Kazilski and Fagie Stern as they explore ways to reverse chronic illness and achieve vibrant health. Your health is your only wealth and together we can be better. Hashtag healthy you, wealthy you. A very beautiful good morning
1: from Johannesburg. I'm Adol Kazilski and I'm in studio with fagy good morning fagy good morning edel we know that we've been speaking a lot and i think certainly in johannesburg there has been a scourge of illness everybody is coughing splattering um it feels like it's COVID all over again they're renaming it influenza a b c d swine flu you name it i think every person in johannesburg is really mowed down um with some type of illness, and so we decided today that we're going to talk about our immune system. We need to understand what is our immune system, how can we keep it healthy, and how can we actually weather, excuse that pun, (laughs) um, the scourge of infectious disease that just goes round and round, and we thought that there'd be no better person to uh, talk about this. But Mary Ann Scherer, she is very, very well known. She um, holds a doctorate in life sciences and is the director of the Natural Health Academy, founder and director of the Daniel Academy of Sustainable Schools, and is the owner and director of Mary Ann's Emporium and Eatery in Cape Town and in Gordons Bay. She's been many times on, and we thank her incredibly for her time and her willingness to educate us. So how how is it at
0: Cape Town? Is everybody fine or, or is life just they're all dropping like fly, flies. <laughs> it's freezing here. It's the coldest, wettest winter we've ever had. So you're just finding, I mean, <clears throat> kids, adults, doesn't matter, right across the board, just dropping like flies.
1: Okay, well we don't want to drop like flies. We want to actually,
0: <laughs> we want to fly like butterflies. <laughs> like butterflies. <spider> <laughs> we want to take it gracefully.
1: So let's, let's start all by this. Of- and let's have a definition because we've heard it so many times and I think a lot of us got educated during COVID. What is
0: our immune system? What, what, how does that system work in our body? Well, it's very complex, but it's very, very smart. I can tell you that much. We could spend days, weeks and years talking about it. So just to summarize it, it's the most amazing system. Your body is incredibly well designed and more I look at how the human body is designed, the more I have to acknowledge every minute of the day that there is an amazing God who's designed this incredible body, and it's designed to actually protect itself. You know, you just think of when people start getting flu, one of the things that happens is they lose their appetite, and and so you don't want to eat. The interesting thing is that when you go into a natural fast like that, a process called phagocytosis, basically where white blood cells gobble up viruses and bacteria, those phagocytes increase when you fast. They just increase dramatically so they can gobble up viruses and bacteria. And we don't listen to our bodies. We're like, oh, you gotta eat. You can't lose your appetite. You gotta we're trying to force ourselves to eat. We don't feel like eating healthy food, so we're likely to go and like have chocolate or hot chocolate or things that are titillating our taste buds because we've lost our appetite. So it's really important to know how your body works. And i say that can take a long time to we don't have the time today to get into it. But briefly there are at least fifteen different mechanisms, starting with Your skin, the pH of your skin is designed to be mildly acidic so that bad bacteria can't thrive on your skin. And now nobody's going to like what I'm saying, but we have been taught you've got to wash your skin with soap, which means you strip off your acid mantle, which protects you. And then you go and put artificial creams on your skin. and Don't allow your natural oils to protect you. And then we walk around, we get these weird infections and rashes and things, and then we put more stuff on it instead of, trusting our body so just that's just and that's a a long explanation as well but briefly uh, living as naturally as you possibly can helps your skin that doesn't mean you mustn't bath or wash but you can wash yourself with the scrub your skin with a body brush you take off all the dead skin cells you leave and the dead skin cells are what the bacteria bad bacteria like to feed on but we leave the dead skin cells on there and we remove the natural oils. You want your oils to stay off and your dead skin cells and you get a body brush and you brush like the European community do. They've been body brushing for years. You brush your whole body and a dry outside the shower, or the bath, and then you jump in the shower, or the bath and just rinse your body and you can have a great soak. No soap, which freaks people out. Okay. It just totally <laughs> freaks them out. But I, can tell you I have not used soap on my body for over 30 years and I've never had a skin infection or a, any other kind of weird infection, absolutely not. And I can actually see. I can get a cut on my finger. It heals super fast. It's amazing because the external area that kills bacteria and viruses is intact and it's working properly. So it's it, that's just one thing. Then you've got these little hairs in your nose, the cilia in your hairs that are designed to, to trap viruses and bacteria. And I, I had to laugh at the way we went around trying to test for a certain virus by is sticking things up our nose because if your little hairs in your nose, of course it, it doesn't mean it's infected your body. It means it's been trapped there. And then you blow your nose to, or you sneeze. Sneezing is designed to get anything in there out. So sneezing is part of your immune function. Coughing, your lungs coughing things out. That's a really good thing to cough stuff out. But then we go and take things to stop ourselves coughing. And, in fact, the best thing you can do to stop yourself coughing is stop dairy products because it produces so much mucus in your body excess mucus it causes inflammation so get the dairy the cow's milk the yogurt the cheese and we were talking about it earlier you know you're gonna have a pizza once a month you know or a little bit of mozzarella cheese or a little but it takes three weeks to your for your body to clear out the mucus and the inflammation that the dairy products have caused so we we just we clueless and i know i was certainly clueless i'm not judging anybody i didn't have a clue i had my tonsils removed When I was four years old, that's one of the first lines of defense in your body. They take baby white blood cells that your thymus produces and grows them into big fighting soldiers. Now you've taken that out. Well, fortunately, I still have my appendix, so that will still help. But it's part of the reason I have to eat more carefully than most people is that part of my immune system is missing. Keep your tonsils intact. Stop the dairy products. It, and then you keep your tonsils. If you keep on with the dairy, and we've been taught, you've got to have cow's milk, you've got to have cheese, you've got to have yogurt, it's all very good for you. That's what the dairy industry wants us to believe. But if you step back and look at how we were created as human beings, we are designed to have mother's milk up until we we're two or three years old, and then no more milk. You know, there's no other animals. We go and give it to cats, but no animals in the wild go and drink milk from another animal once they weed. So it's a bizarre thing. If we actually just thought critically and step back from what we kind of drowning in, the information overload and all this bombarding of stuff, and we think, how was this body designed? And you can just go and take any physiology textbook, and you're entitled to go and buy yourself one or take one out of the library. It's not just for doctors to have access to. I think doctors would be excited if their patients started figuring out how their bodies work and stop t- treating them as God because you go to the doctor and are like, heal me, make me better. And then you get mad with the doctor because he's given you the – The tools that he has, which is he studies medicine and how to treat the symptoms with medication. So he gives you that and it may or may not help. And then you start getting mad, but you know, at the end of the day, you live in your body. You should know how it works. The same like we should know how our cars work. We, we don't have a clue. The car comes to a grinding halt. You think, Oh wow, I get a mechanic. He comes all the way out there and he says, you haven't got any fuel in your car because you just didn't bother figuring out and looking at the dials. I mean, we've we've got mechanisms in our car to tell us it's overheating, you need fuel, check check the battery. And the same with your body. If you get a temperature, that's your body's way of increasing what's called pyrogens, and pyrogens destroy – viruses and bacteria. They make your body hot. So it's normal for your immune system to push the body temperature up, destroy the viruses and bacteria, and then it calms down and gives you sleep so your body can recharge again. And then you wake up and the temperature goes up again. And so your body will go through that cycle of giving you a temperature until it's destroyed it. But then we go and put drugs into us to bring that temperature down in case we get brain damage. And so it's like, it's the weird system that's come into place. And people have got, we're getting sicker. People are suffering from more cancer, more heart disease, more diabetes, more strains of flu, more COVID viruses. Most flu viruses are COVID-based anyway. We've got weird disease. We've got autoimmune diseases. We're not getting better with all our knowledge of what kind of medication we should take. We've got less knowledge of how our bodies work. And that is a problem. And so learning how your body works is halfway to understanding it saying, not panicking, oh, I've got a fever, I'm going to die. No, I've got a fever, I must drink lots of fluids, I must go to bed. Good old-fashioned doctors used to tell us when we were kids, drink plenty of fluids, go to bed, sleep, and don't stress your body out, and just rest. No, we've got to take things so we can keep working and keep running and keep going and keep doing all these things. We need to rest and allow our body to recover and give it only natural whole foods. That's there, nice. there you go. So we've got 101 of
1: our, how, how we can, um, get through the flu season and how to treat our bodies. If you have any questions or you have any comments, um, about your immune system or how, you, you know, anything that, that is bothering you, 34519 is our SMS line. 0618951019 is our telegram number.
0: This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You
1: show with Adol Kasilski and Fagey Stern. We're talking about our immune system. Everybody is manned down with the flu right now. Some are worse, there's coughing and spluttering, and we're trying to unravel and understand what ways we can help ourselves um, proactively, as opposed to reactively. Um, how can we build up our immune system? That when yes, the seasonal flu does 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 move through the country, we you know, we kind of almost take it like a pinch of salt. Just before the break, we were talking about the fact that we have certain organs in our bodies that are there to help with our immunity, our skin, our tonsils, our appendix. So please treat them, you know, really, really carefully and um appreciate that the body does things in order to fight infection. Marianne, can we like zoom in more and just understand from perhaps a more um, physiological um, aspect: What what in our body? We always talk about our white blood cell count. Like when you go to the doctor and they want to check if they've got infection, they'll do your white blood cell count. And when it's high, they go, "You've got infection." What no. can we do to build our? Is, is it only our white blood cell count? Yes, we've spoken about the external, you know, organs to 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 make sure. The, what what affects our white blood cell count?
0: Well, let me get there by just explaining a little bit about how we've got various organs, cells, systems, and substances, and tissues that are involved in the immune function. And I love this description. It's like different divisions of the army. You've got the infantry, the intelligence, the logistics support, the air support, the sea support, maintenance, the catering, the training, the communications, the armor division, the elite strike force. And then each division is divided into sections, and all the sections work together to make each division work, and all divisions work to make the army work and that's like your body so it's not it's never one thing and i'm always surprised they checked your white blood cells but your white blood cell count will go up because they are your fighter cells so if there's infection and they're higher than they would normally be it's an indication that there's infection somewhere in the body then you've got to try and locate it unless there's pain and inflammation somewhere it's not always that easy so you might get treated with like just, you know, a, a kind of wide broad spectrum back, uh, anti, uh, an, uh, anti, um, antibiotic just to destroy whatever bad bacteria are there. But it doesn't often help your body because when you begin to understand that your endocrine system and your central nervous system, firstly, they have to work together to get this happen because so, so the endocrine system controls your liver, your lungs, your skin, your hair, your nails, your blood pressure, your blood sugar. <clears throat> it actually controls your immune function. It's your, your. If there's nothing in your body. Your endocrine system's not, not involved with it. Very involved in how your immune system. So you've got to help your endocrine system work properly. And when the, when the endocrine system and the, and the, the central nervous system get together and say, hold on, we've got to actually put this person flat on their back and get them to lie still so that we can actually use all our energy. And all our resources to heal this body, the first thing you do is get really tired, okay? So you get really tired, you need a chocolate or I need an energy drink or I need a cup of coffee. No, you need to go and lie down. You lose your appetite. You lose your sense of smell. And you lose your strength. You feel weak. Your muscles feel weak. So instead of listening to our bodies, we go and try and we got to go and work. So the first thing I would say is if you're going to listen to your body. Put yourself in bed. And if you need a doctor's certificate to get off work, go and get it. But your body needs to rest, otherwise you're not going to recover. And it's one of the reasons why there is something like long COVID. <clears throat> People just, like, got up, off they ran, you know, and and they're just running, 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 and didn't allow their bodies either with time or with the right tools, the right diet and the right lifestyle. So there, there's so many different aspects of it. I mean, you've got the first line of defense is your skin. The next line of defense is your mucous membranes. Then there's the hairs in your nose. Then there's your tears. Then there's your saliva. Your saliva is designed to destroy bacteria. Your urine, for example. Uh, defecating and vomiting. If there's something in the body that's not good for you and your body's got to try and get it out as fast as possible, you either have diarrhea or you vomit it out. That's not, and we panic. Oh, my word, I've got to stop this diarrhea. But if we work with our body, I'm not talking about ignoring it. You've got to understand how your body works, and it's our responsibility to no. know. Get a handbook, get a physiology textbook and read it. There's some really good ones out. One by Elaine Marieb is really easy to read. It's got great pictures and charts in it. Know your body. Understand it, okay? I do a three- And if
2: someone has a low thyroid function, does that affect their immune system?
0: Well, it will to a certain effect because it's part of the endocrine system and the endocrine system as a whole. Not one gland. You see, the thyroid is just part of the endocrine system. You can't just take it on its own. It's part of the system. So when we say, oh, the thyroid is not working properly, yes, it's going to make the endocrine system not as strong as it should, and that will have an impact on the immune system, absolutely. So whether it's your adrenal glands, your ovaries, your testes, your thyroid glands, your parietal cells in the stomach that produce hydrochloric acid, it all works together. So you can't separate it out. You know we've got antibodies are usually the first line of defense once a virus is inside the body they try to stop the virus or the bacteria from getting into the cells they like the foot soldiers okay and they have incredible memories your antibodies recognize they see it once they recognize it next time and the next time and the next what time so it's very important that that uh, that uh, you know we we work with the body so so oh, I've got to go through all of this in so much detail we'll never get through it, but I'm just going through the basic. The ninth line of defense is the cytotoxic cells, the T cells. Those are the big killer cells, okay, and they're part of the white blood cells as well. So you look at various different white blood cells to see which ones have gone up, and you can see how bad the infection is, but you can't necessarily always locate it, and that's why it's very good to help your body by just resting, and I would juice, drink freshly extracted juices, fresh orange juice, fresh pineapple juice, fresh uh, carrot juice is really good. Carrot, pineapple, and ginger is fantastic. But top of the list is the green juices. And for me, what's always worked as the best is the barley grass juice. Take drinking barley grass juice. You, you juice the barley grass uh, freshly juiced it and you drink it now not everybody has the time or the inclination to go and grow their own barley grass juice so you can get the barley grass juice and the one that i use is is the barley life because it really works really well i've been using it for the last 23 years you can literally with a sore throat just pile it into your back of your throat it tastes disgusting but in five minutes <laughs> that like grip and pain that you've got in your throat is gone it's just unbelievable. But you really just, it's not that the barley grass is healing you. It's that it's giving your body an enormous amount of antioxidants and anti-inflammatory substances that help the immune system and help those um, white blood cells to actually um, destroy these viruses or these bacteria, okay? We can't go through all, every function of every cell because it will just... Marianne, can, take, I, can I
1: ask can a question here? Um, is there... You're talking about juicing. Um, yes. Is there a preference that you have or what is the difference if I go and take, uh, like, all the greens and I juice them and I'm drinking the juice or I take all the greens and stuff and I throw it up into a smoothie, meaning I'm, I'm not getting rid of is, – isn't it better to keep,
0: the, the like, the fiber and everything because we yes. get to the juice? Yes, if you're healthy and eating, it's always best to eat the food whole. And if your mouth's sore, you can blend it up and have it as a puree, and it can be like a vegetable smoothie. But when you are sick, you need lots of concentrated nutrients. You Mm. literally flood your body with natural antioxidants to help the immune system function more efficiently. And so you want the juice which concentrates your nutrients and removes Mm. all the fiber because very often when you're not well and you've got flu, your stomach is sensitive and it's not wanting any fiber in it, and it just wants to rest. So you're resting your teeth, you're resting your, your energy, you're not using all your energy to chew and digest food, you're giving your body as little work to do as possible, and that's what juicing does. So juicing is a wonderful tool to use if anybody's sick, whether you're small, medium, older, and in between, it doesn't really matter. Freshly extracted juices, as I said, the, the, the ones that are really high in antioxidants is like your pineapple, your carrots, your fresh orange juice, Um I
2: make a juice with apple, ginger, and lemon, and heat it up yep. on the stove and drink it like a hot toddy. It is incredible. literally clears you up and makes you feel it, amazing. It is. And you could put a bit of honey in there. Honey is a
0: very powerful food. A lot of people are nervous
2: about it because it's a trigger. But raw
0: honey is an amazing thing. It's naturally antibacterial. It has a whole lot of trace elements in it. And it's very, very soothing to... All your mucous membranes together with things like lemon. I would add a bit of ginger if you wanted in there. That also helps tremendously. Um, but I know some kids won't handle the ginger, so you could put the lemon in there and it's, it's very, very delicious to do that. Try and have it as raw as possible. But honestly, if you're cold and it's winter and you need to heat it up, it's not a terrible thing to do. You've got, you've got, there's so many different kinds of cells, like your natural killer cells, your NK cells, find a cell displaying fewer than normal. MHC molecules, it releases a toxic substance in similar ways to cytotoxic cells, which will kill the virally infected cell. It's complicated, you know, when you look at it. It's complicated when you read in the physiology of what's going on in the body, but it's simple in the sense that you've got to look at it as, I've got this army, it's got all these divisions, what can I do to help the army? Eat naturally, rest my body regularly. It's one of the things I absolutely love about the Jewish way of living, is keeping the Sabbath. And you need to rest on that day. And and I keep it. I don't go anywhere. I just lounge around. I sleep. I read a good book. Might have some family over, but not family that's going to make me work. In fact, I tell my family, we're not cooking. It's either raw or it's leftovers. We're not cooking anything. You in the fridge. You're going on raw. You can fast if you want to. I know the Jewish community, it's a feasting day. But if you don't feel like eating on that day, you just rest. And I can tell you. And when I've not done it, I will find I'll go down. If I have got a very stressful week, I'll, week, I'll, I'll like wake up. I've clenched my jaw. or I've got a little bit of a tickle in my throat. And I think, what have I done wrong? I thought, I didn't rest my body. And, you know, we're living in a world where we're running. Everybody's running. People are juggling jobs. People are keeping, you know, I mean, Mark and I run four or five different businesses just to keep everything going. Times are tough. Everything's tight. And so you've got to be in your best form. So you're in your best form to be able to perform and do what you need to do in your work environment. But you've also got to be looking after your immune system. Whatever you're doing to look after your immune system makes you more efficient in other areas of your body. So it's very important to know, I've got this army. I've got to look after it. I've got to eat as naturally as possible. Often when I'm speaking to small kids, and it sounds so simplistic, I say to them, listen, God made your bodies. You need to understand that you need to put God-made food in your God-made body. And it's that simple. It's not that complicated. And as much as it's complex, it's not that complicated. Natural food. fruit. What what do you say to a person who
1: is on the go, stressed, like there there, there isn't time or access to, say, eating raw or whatever have you, Where, where, where do you hold on, on supplements? If I'm not getting the vitamin C and the vitamin D and the vitamin A and B and C, can I, can I take a regime of supplements
0: of vitamins that, you know, will, will help my immune system? Vitamins in themselves are very good when they're inside food and they're fully usable like that. But if you take something like vitamin C, which is the safest vitamin to see, the vitamin to take, doesn't matter who made it, you can use, if you're lucky, four to 10%. The rest of it, 90 to 96% is excreted via the kidneys and via the bladder. And we know that vitamin C being the safest vitamin to take can cause gout, arthritis, kidney stones, and osteoporosis. So it's not an ideal thing. If you're taking it in tiny amounts, 100 milligrams, it may benefit you more. If you're going to take it in a 1,000 milligrams or 500 milligrams, your daily allowance is about 100 and, 150 maximum is what you need. You get that from one or two oranges. But what you're getting in the orange is not just the vitamin C. You're getting with it is iron, and you're getting calcium and magnesium and potassium, and you're getting fiber, and you're getting unknown. You're getting antioxidants. You're getting unknown phytonutrients in that that don't even we We can't take the known nutrients and make an orange. You can't take the known nutrients in an apple and stick it in a beaker and stir it up. You have to plant it in the ground. It has to grow. God has to, like, give it life. And then all these other nutrients that we don't even fully understand We think we know a lot because we've learned so much in the last hundred years. But honestly, we know very little because there are things in there that give that life force to that apple that you can't do. A vitamin in a bottle is a dead thing. An apple is a living thing. You can eat the apple, plant the seeds. It's still living. And it makes a huge difference. But when you're not well, you're better off juicing that apple if you can't eat. If you've lost your appetite. Juice the, the fruit. Get yourself a good juice extractor. That's the first thing. If you don't have the time or inclination to juice, you can get dried juices. You can get dried green juices like the barley grass. You can get dried carrot juice, dried beets juice. <clears throat> so then use those dried juices as a backup for you. But the two things that I would have in my home is a juice extractor and a blender. You can blend mangoes and papaya and you can put frozen banana in fresh banana, but frozen banana makes it like a milkshake. So you can put things like that. You can make smoothies. You can put nuts and seeds in things. You can put some essential oils like flaxseed oil, for example, or a a blend of oils um, that will give you your essential fatty acids that help your body to protect itself from inflammation, for example, and infection. So very important that we understand that our bodies are God made. They're naturally made. If you look at it from scientific and you want to keep God out of the picture, which I don't want to do, but if you say, our bodies are perfectly designed, and they're perfectly designed with the perfect foods. We get sick because we don't treat our bodies with respect. We treat our cars better than we treat our bodies. We'll service our cars. We never, people hardly ever fast, and if they do, <clears throat> they fast and then feast. They'll they'll do a fast for a day and then just pig out and eat all kinds of rubbish. So So fasting naturally, I'm always fascinated when I read stories of like Jehoshaphat and the entire – Jewish army fasting for three days. You don't hear of anybody getting nausea or headaches. They just fasted. And then those three armies come together in the valley and they destroy. They they were fasted and they were strong and they were praising God. When people fast now they're like crying and they're aching and their heads are sore and they're like they're just in a mess. So <clears throat> if we were Maria, them, I a question lecture. because I think that a lot
2: of people in this lifetime are on medications. Daily medications, chronic medications that do deplete us of the vitamins yep. and minerals that we need. See. So yes, in an ideal world, yes, it'll take your oranges in your car with you. <laughs> don't supplement with the vitamin C um, and take your carrots and your celery and juice and, 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 but I think for the general listener out there is on a medication that they don't realize is depleting them. I mean, I, for instance, went on the pill when I got married and it's not realized that completely depleted me of the vitamin B and uh, I do not know anything about it but daily chronic medications is completely depleting people
0: yeah again there, the best thing to do I mean, you could go and take vitamin supplements using 4-10%, to they all have side effects, you've got to look them up as I said, vitamin C being the safest can cause gout arthritis, kidney stones and stomach ulcers, and then you start taking more medication for the side effects of that, so you've got to be very careful Whereas if you were juicing something, having a juice extractor in your house is not that complicated. Buy a bag of carrots and a and a bunch of leaves and go in, and go and juice it. It's not that complicated. If we don't have time to actually extract juice out of something, then our lives are actually upside down. So we need to make a time. Or as I said, buy the dried juices. You can buy dried juices in a jar. You add water. You just recall it's like dried milk, but it's dried juices. You dry, you add the water back into it. Um, and, and you've got to give some basic rules in place. If you're in a restaurant, you start with raw food. So you start with a salad before you go and eat your steak, whatever it is you're eating. So if you're not wanting to change your lifestyle and your diet, there are things you can do. Try and have one meal every day that consists entirely of fruits with a handful of nuts or seeds. That could be a smoothie. It could be just eating the fruit. You could buy a bag of apples and eat a handful of almonds with it. It's easy to do. It's not that complicated. You could, you could buy a bunch of grapes. You can, you can buy a packet of naches and sit and eat, eat that. It, it's easy to do. Uh, apples are probably the easiest because they don't make a mess anywhere and you can chew them and, and you can even eat the seeds. They're so delicious. They're like little almonds. So, so it's, 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 we're in a groove and in a rut and in a sense in a pit and we think, can't, it's hard for us to think outside of the box, but starting all your meals with some from, from raw fruit or vegetables. You can eat an apple before you eat a, a Whatever it is you're going to have for breakfast, the packaged cereals. You know, they, they give you the packaged cereals, which are incredibly expensive and not as nutritious as they're made out to be. And I see the the laws in South Africa are changing, and you're no longer allowed to put on um, things that they've been saying, like healthy and natural and everything else, and then the stuff's got colorants and preservatives and huge amounts of sugar. So I'm very excited about the. The labeling laws changing and becoming a lot tighter. But at the end of the day, give the kids a banana before you give them their cereal. They may say to you, I'm not hungry anymore after they've eaten the banana. Don't stress. The banana has got way more nutrition than that packet of cereal that you're trying to give your kids, okay? So right. if they can we to- hold that thought? We have to go
1: for a break. We're speaking about okay. the museum and right after the break, we're going to be talking about People who are particularly suffering with long COVID, if you have a question, it's 34519. This is the Healthy You Wealthy Show and this is of course 101.9. Hi, FM.
0: This is the Healthy You Wealthy You Show with Adol Kosilski and Fagie Stern.
1: Okay, one thing is really very clear that if you want to have a healthy immune system, you have to treat your body with respect and give your body, as Mary said, with God foods. If you've got a God-like body that you want to work properly, then you've got to give it what it needs. But just take a step back, Mary There's a lot of people that have still come out of this COVID <coughs> pandemic that are suffering long COVID. Their symptoms are real. Um, they're not managing, you know, to come right. What do you say to, to, to those people and how is, is, is it possible? Is it possible? that one can get rid of the COVID virus out of the body.
0: Yes, it is possible. And I've worked with many people and found that they have been able to do it. But it can take from six to 12 weeks to fully recover. And you have to be diligent and you've got to be prepared to do make some changes. If you're not, and that's the problem, we're all looking for something outside of our bodies to fix us instead of looking what's inside our bodies. And learning about your body teaches you that your body can repair itself. It can fix itself it's up to you to create an environment in which the healing can take place. So if we look at the symptoms of of long COVID, it's like lack of energy, mental clarity issues, no libido, digestive problems, heart function, lung function, uh digestive problem we've got there, sense of smell and taste, and the, and overall immune function. Well if I look at the immune system not working properly, the things that goes are smell and taste and mental clarity and weakness in the muscles, which is it's kind of the same thing. It's showing that your immune system not working properly and and if it's not working properly it's not because you're suffering from a deficiency of physiotherapy and i'm not got nothing against any of these treatments and i've always said we need doctors if i'm in a car accident i need a doctor my daughter's neck was repaired in a car accident when she broke her neck by doctors there, who are incredibly good doctors it's just that we've <clears throat> we've got to a place and, you know in the olden days you went to the doctor when it was something serious and the doctor was able to help and he very often advised with natural things like go and drink water and go and rest and stuff like that but we we've got these sped up lives and we just want to get better today so we go and take something and it doesn't help so we go and take something else and then we run from this doctor to that doctor to the pharmacy to the health shop to the health guru to the go and attach yourself to some machinery that's going to show you what's wrong with your body Instead of just sitting down and saying, how can I help my body recover? What am I doing that's not helping me? And with all of these, it's exactly the same thing. Put those God-made bodies, take those God-made bodies, put God-made food in it. And the more natural and the higher the raw content of it, the more plant food. All the studies show specifically that heart disease is incredibly low. Cancer is incredibly low amongst people who eat a fully whole food plant-based diet. I'm not talking about a vegan junk diet where people are eating, you know, Oreos and drinking Coke and coffee and eating white pasta, and they think, well, I don't eat animals, so I'm really being kind to the animals, but you're very, very cruel to your own body. We're talking about whole food plant-based. The more whole foods that are plant-based that you eat, the more raw they are, the more your body is going to function efficiently. So with people on long COVID, what I do, I put them onto a program. It's a 30-day program. I call it the 30-day detox. But it's basically a very high raw diet. If it's very severe, we keep them on raw. If it's if it's starting to improve, then they can have one cooked meal a day. But it's basically lots of fruit for breakfast as much as you like, some nuts and seeds, snacking on fruit throughout the day. Lunch could be a big salad or more fruit and then your supper meal would be, and then mid-afternoon you can snack on raw veggies or or raw fruit again. doesn't have to be made into something. You can eat it as it is. You don't have to juice it. You don't have to blend it. You can just eat it as it is. Blending and juicing is for convenience. And then your dinner would be, for example, a nice salad or some avocados. They're in season now. Tomatoes are very high in natural nutrients like vitamin C. The avocado's got a lot of essential fats. And then you'd have something really delicious simple like baked potatoes you know we've lost the way of eating a good baked potato or a wonderful brown rice dish that's maybe got some artichokes or chickpeas or a little bit of herbs and spices in it there's so many things that you can do with veggies that are so quick i mean for me the easiest way to eat rice is i call it pizza rice i cook it up and just before the five minutes before the end i put some sliced mushrooms some olives maybe some sun-dried tomatoes or fresh tomatoes in there I take it out, pile avocados on top, and we eat. You can you can put a bit of soy sauce or a bit of marmite onto something like that. It's comfort food. It's good, honest comfort food. And when you're doing that, your body just repairs itself. It's the most amazing thing to see. I've seen it with people with long COVID. As I said, it's six to twelve weeks and they're over it. These people, it's years down the line. You're looking at what's going on in the UK. They've just committed, the National Health Services, this was a week ago, 324 million pounds, not rands, multiply that by 20, to support people with ongoing symptoms of long COVID. 20% of the doctors in the medical, in the National Health Services are suffering from the symptoms. And of them, 50% of those people can't work at all. They're sitting at home unable to work. And these were the guys and men and women that were giving their lives to what was going on in the hospitals, and they suffering. But look at their lifestyles. Doctors are on the go, they're on the run, they grab a cup of coffee, they grab energy drink, they grab, bag, grab, grab a sandwich, and they're not thinking about how they're living and they, what their diet and lifestyle is like. But we need natural sunlight, for example. Anybody who studied the human body will tell you how important it is for us to get sunlight. What happens in winter? We stay inside and we're freezing cold. Get yourself out there. If you're wrapped up, go and walk outside. Just expose your arms and your face to natural sunlight it's not going to burn you and cause skin cancer the winter sun and no don't sit behind it's great to sit in a lovely room with big windows behind and, and get the sun that's not a problem but you need fresh air and sunshine sun doesn't get through windows very well and you need the uv rays to destroy viruses and bacteria you need to be outdoors in natural light even if the sun's not shining you still get an amount of uv rays that'll help you So, I mean, Western Cape, it pours with rain. Mark and I will still go out with an umbrella and we'll still walk in the rain unless it's a gale-force wind that turns the umbrella inside out. In that case, we may not go out. But sunlight not only helps your immune system to function properly, it helps you sleep properly at night. And if you're not sleeping properly at night, you're essential. Get to bed by 10 o'clock. If you go after 10 o'clock, particularly after 11, you go into, like, the pumpkin zone, your body just won't go to sleep. It's like it's over-revved. So make sure that you're in bed. Caffeine stops us having good quality sleep. You might sleep, but it's not good quality sleep. So get the caffeine out. You don't have to have hot chocolate. You can have hot carob. You can have hot uh, aloe blossom tea or rooibos tea or a ginger tea or a ginger and honey tea. Oh, my word, having that apple juice heated up with a lemon and put a bit of ginger in. Lovely hot drink to have in winter. But make sure that you're getting to bed by ten o'clock, two hours before midnight. That you're getting at least twenty minutes of natural light outside and exercising. You don't have to run a marathon. You just need to walk for twenty minutes. Your body needs exercise for your immune system to function properly. So there you have it. I think that is
1: what you are saying, Mary Anne, and I think it's it's important to say it again and again and again. You know, in, in Judaism, we say, "Learn something a hundred times." The hundred and first time. Is is just as important, or even more important, and we have to have this drilled into us that that we do we do we do have we do have the skill, the ability, and the knowing on how to make ourselves get better. And I think that we are our own worst enemies when we are living these fast-paced lives. And I think that everybody's guilty with it, as you said. Times are tough. There's financial strain out there. There's, there's a lot. There's a, there's a lot going on. There's a lot. It's complex. But if we just actually gave ourselves the ability, the time and the space to think, what is it that I can give my body to function optimally? And it's, it's there. It's right in front of us at not, not even a, a huge cost. It's far more expensive, like buying the expensive medications, et cetera. <clears throat> that is how we can heal. So whether, whether a person is suffering from long COVID, or your man down now with influenza A, swine flu, you name it, and even more chronic diseases. The bottom line is we've got to go back to basics. It's almost, you're going on about the apple and I keep on thinking, let's just go back to the Garden of Eden with Adam and, Adam and Eve. <laughs> 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 and um, you know, you can, you can heal because as you said, our body is very intelligent. We want to thank you so much, Mary for, for, for your time. Um, even, even myself on my path and I try to be healthy, I needed to hear this today. And, uh, I, I had, I had one, one, one cup of, of, of fresh vegetables. I'm going to do that for lunch as well now, because I was doing it once day and being very proud of myself. I'm going to do that. And routine. don't
0: forget to eat the fruit, because the fruit has more antioxidants, particularly okay. the vitamins. The vegetables it. have more minerals. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm going gonna to add that.
1: It. Thank good. you very much. Right. Sending from Jobin to k Thank you so much, Mary Lane, once again. Thank you. This is on one point nine high FM.